0: Siren 107.3 FM. This is Siren 107.3 FM, the East Midlands Station of the Year. I'm Paul Tyler and I present Lincoln A to Z, the programme that has asked the general public to select 52 random grids from the A to Z map of Lincoln. And my producer, Johnny, and I make a radio show about each one. During a recent programme, we carried out the following interview with Access LN6, an organisation with the difficult task of encouraging you and I to gradually change the way we transport ourselves around the city. Now, what you're about to hear isn't a hard-hitting interview. It's just not what Lincoln A to Z is about. But then, positive change rarely comes from confrontation. Better to have a conversation. Inside Access LN6 headquarters at City Hall, I was joined by Laura Markwell. But first, you'll hear from Sarah Hubery, who explains the origins of the project.
1: Access LN6 is a government-funded project. Um, it's part of the Lincolnshire County Council project. We bid for some money from Department of Transport. And we were very successful in getting four point nine million pounds from Department for Transport, which was made up to six point five million to spend on sustainable travel measures in the Access LN six and Lincoln area.
0: Okay, well, let's rewind there a bit because obviously, LN six, the area of LN six has obviously been highlighted over the rest of the uh, rest of the city. What makes LN six, you know, maybe may a, a unique area to to, to to travel around?
1: I think um, the bid was based on the growth that we've seen in the last 20-30 years in that area, um, in terms of economic and uh, residential areas that have developed. I I was a Highcombe girl, so and I went to school in Highcombe, so I know over the last 30 years, given my age away now, that <laughs> um, the changes that have um, happened in that area have been phenomenal. Unfortunately, infrastructure improvements haven't been made, so. The the basis of our project then is to try and create some behavioural change to try and um, let people know about uh, other options of travel that that are available. So things like um, active travel like walking and cycling, we're highlighting all the public transport um, infrastructure that's around and available like um, the hiking station and the new bus routes that we've put on. Um, We've got a car share website which is the access ln 6 website we've put in the hire bikes i'm sure everybody's seen the orange hire bikes that are here there and everywhere and being very successfully used by all and sundry and lots of other things that are going on in our project
0: so basically Mm -hmm. the message i've got from access ln 6 when i look at at my facebook feed and twitter feed is that if you're in a car if you're trapped behind those barriers the train barriers on Doddington Road and Skellingthorpe Road you're in the traffic it, it's not the traffic that's the problem because you're part of the problem because you're making up the traffic that's right isn't it
2: yeah that's correct Um that's sort of what we're trying to tell people really um, as a way of getting them to think about how they do travel in because um, obviously they're sat in the traffic sort of moaning about it the chances are there's probably sort of you know, lots of other cars with only one person in, everyone's travelling the same way, in the same direction, either going into town or going out of town, and it makes sense to take some of those cars off the road, um, with it being through car sharing, cycling, public transport, um, or rail, there's lots of options that are available besides the car.
0: Okay, well we'll focus on a few of those in a second, but actually let's let's look, I think one of your pet babies is the car share scheme, isn't it? Yes. Now, for me that seemed like a huge hard sell, because... I, I, I'm i sat here opposite you now. I understand the benefits. Uh, I can save a lot of money uh, o- o- over the year. Uh, yeah. But just even being around my own family in the morning on the way to work is sometimes a struggle, isn't it? <laughs> Why would I want to sit next to a stranger who might want to listen to Radio 1, say?
2: Well, there's lots of benefits to it. I mean, like you said, primarily there's the cost savings and... Um, there's the um, savings on your car as well, so sort of repairs and MOTs and you know the up, general upkeep of the car. Um, we have done some case studies on car sharing um, with some people that we're working with in some of the businesses, and they have actually mentioned that it helps them improve their work-life balance. Um, because if you're sharing the car with someone that's in the same office, there's less opportunity for you to sort of, you know, get really submerged in your work, you know that you've got to work to that deadline to then go home with them. And then particularly if you've had a bad day, you've got someone to talk to on the way home, and then so you're in a good frame of mind when you get home and you can have some positive time with your family, so. I think
1: what people have to remember too, that um, you don't have to car share on a daily basis if it doesn't suit you. You can do it as frequently or infrequently as you want to. You could even do it on an ad hoc basis. And the car share website is there for um, not just people that you work with in your particular place of work. It could be that you there's people in your village or location that are travelling to the same area that you could share with you. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be just your place of business. There are lots of people on the website. It's just a case of finding somebody in your area that you could um, car share with.
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, let's face it, if you're coming to the city centre, this is not a huge city centre, is it? Somewhere nearer do me, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, bring your own brand Yeah,
1: or on fun. the way. Pick somebody up mm-hmm. on the way, yeah.
0: Um, now, I mean, that's, that's a, good, it's a good point you make there about sort of this doesn't have to be every day. I think people... Could probably be frightened off by some of the the aspects of it. Now, on a previous grid, we spoke to to Trevor Marsh from well, he's from all over the place, isn't he? Sustrans, he's part of Access L Six He'll, he is, he'll yeah. go anywhere. That guy, Doctor Bike, and he's he's, he's absolutely he's absolutely fantastic. He is, he's wonderful. Uh, very enthusiastic. He knows more about bikes. He liked my bike, which is good. We might have had an issue if he didn't like my old classic racer. But um, I, I think what Trevor got across to me is that yeah, sure, cycling to work every day, it's not always practical. You know, you might have that meeting with a smart suit and you know, all, all that kind of thing. Mm. Before we turn the microphone on, Sarah, you were talking about maybe uh, grants available for businesses where um, it's it's not just even storing the bike to keep the bike dry so you don't get a wet bottom on the way home. It can be things like installing showers and things like that. So, you know, when you do get somewhere and you're a bit grimy, you can change, you can get ready.
1: Yeah. Laura and I, our uh, work in this whole programme, the App 6 programme, is to work with the businesses to look at them developing voluntary travel plans which then will benefit their employees in terms of how they travel to work and obviously we've mentioned the cost savings, particularly with car sharing, there's cost savings with cycling as well. When we um, work and develop the travel plans, we tend to do some survey work. A lot of the surveys come back that people would like to cycle in if there was provision of shower facilities, if there were provision for lockers, if there was clothes drying areas. And our programme can offer um, grants of up to 5,000 pounds to install things like that, um, even pool bikes. You know, if if people have got meetings that are local, we're working with one business in particular who has a local delivery on a regular basis it's it's less than a mile away so rather than get their car out they've now invested through our sustainable travel grant to purchase a pool bike for them to do those local deliveries so
0: yeah I, I, it feels like i'm on your side here certainly with the cycling because the cycling's quite an easy sell huge take up yeah. in cycling over the last few years obviously yeah. with the international successes uh, etc but uh, also i mean we do have a, already we already have a brilliant cycle network, you know, taking you this, there three or four ways into the town, and that's been extended uh, out now to Wisby Road and out to Teal Park, where the new, you know, the industry's growing and that kind of thing, yeah. uh, which is a personal benefit to me, so thank you very much, You're but... Welcome. Um, I mean, that's, that's obviously putting a lot of cars in. There's a one-way system in there for around about a year. I'm sure you must have uh, have seen some of the comments maybe on social media and things like that. A lot of drivers aren't too chuffed about it, but hey. <laughs> but you know, that out there is making that route an, an incredible amount safer because a lot of lorries, et cetera, travel down there, which are not safe for cyclists.
1: Well, Laura and I, uh, when we go down to uh, our business meetings in that particular area, Obviously, we like to travel sustainably, so we'll either catch a bus or we will cycle. We have pool bikes here at the county offices, but we'll also take one of our hire bikes down there, you know. Um, and we have cycled down that Wisby Road before they started doing the improvements, so it can only be a good thing. And yes, we recognise that the upheaval has been particularly horrendous for a few of the organisations that are down there, um, but they recognise how beneficial it's going to be. When we've been talking to them they can see that it can only be a good thing. The, the infrastructure that we are um, improving down that area is the biggest infrastructure change that we are making with the whole Access LN6 programme. So we had to get it right and we had to think where would be the most beneficial and through consultation then Wisbech Road was the one that was chosen.
0: Okay, let's talk about those hire bikes. You mentioned the hire bikes. Um, I'm a member of the scheme. I think they're terrific. Um, they've got me from sort of near my house to the train station on a menu basis. Um, t- talk to me about the success of those because they maybe when people have seen them around in uh, in London and things like that previously. I know when I first thought of the idea coming to Lincoln. I know what Lincoln people are like, and I say that uh, as a judgment sort of uh, by people like me. That when you see these things come to Lincoln, you think nah, they'll never take off, but it has, hasn't it?
2: Yep, it's been really successful. Um, I mean, from the reports that we had from April, um, we had 137 rentals that month, um, 51 new paid-up members and 18 new registrations. So it's been really successful. Um, From when we launched it last August, the figures have increased. Over winter, we did see a bit of a dip, but they're definitely on the rise again now with more people thinking about using them. I mean they can be used for leisure purposes, so we can see from the figures that they get quite a lot of use at the weekends and over bank holidays with people sort of cycling out to the pub along the river, that sort of thing um equally, people are using them during the week, sort of for commuting, going to meetings, and that sort of thing, so they really are a dual purpose um dual purpose bike that people can use yeah
0: you know, that's see i mean i've seen i've seen just down from my house you know because we're, we're blessed with uh like i say wonderful cycle tracks and also a very nice countryside you know just on our door and you see the people who've obviously come to stop up for the weekend and you see that you know with with another family they've got their actual bikes and then you know they're, everyone else is on a high bike fabulous
1: i think what you have to remember is it's a really cheap scheme it's free for the first half an hour Um, And then it's a pound an hour up to a maximum of £4 a day. So you could hire a bike all day for £4. So if you have got visitors, what a fantastic way to let them see bits of Lincoln that they probably wouldn't do if they were travelling in a car.
0: Absolutely. Now, I'm a huge supporter of the scheme. Uh, I think it's very, very positive. Now, um, our producer, Johnny, um, he'll have been hassling you on on social media, no doubt. Um, He wants to know sort of what happens at the end of the project when uh when a- access ln6 you know when the when the funding stops uh i suppose at that point you have to look for another job but that, you know let's not dwell on that um but i suppose i know great um so what what happens though because i think in johnny's mind he's thinking that maybe if he gets a job at say teal parkway and he's relying on regular bus services uh, that have been um you know sort of helped along with the funding and things like that through with the money it's is that going to stop? Are people going to put the brakes on then? If uh, once Access LN six has, has has done its job uh, and, and and gone away?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, it's a time bound project. Our our actual project finishes in March next year, two thousand and fifteen. But the work that we're doing um, with the local businesses to develop voluntary travel plans, they actually take ownership of those. So the measures that we're putting in place, we're actually setting them a date for them to continue. Um, until 2018, so it's a five-year plan for them. Obviously, they're benefiting this time round from all the incentives that we can give them, but we're hoping that that will become a legacy with them and they can see the improvements that it's made to their staff's lives, really, and keep that momentum going. Things with the hire bike, we've got a a corporate offer going, so business can actually sponsor the um, docking stations or even... Um, sponsor some of the bikes as well. So we're working with some of the organisations to see if they will adopt the higher bike stations. In terms of the buses, patronage of the buses has gone up no end, particularly maybe when Wisby Road is finished. um, I think you'll see patronage of that one particular bus, which is the 44A, which is a new route that was put on through our funding. Uh, I think you'll find that that's just going to increase... Um, so if people are using it, it will stay. Also with the train station, we've made some improvements to the train station, which I don't know whether we mentioned yet. Uh, not yet,
0: no, no, let's, well, let's hit on that, Highcombe Station. Yeah. If you go to Nottingham uh, and, and some of the bigger cities, the, 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 the satellite stations around the place get used all the time. Higham was obviously very underused, um, and you know it it's sat there. Why on earth would I now spend my time waiting on Doddington Road? Let's say uh, waiting for those train barriers that, that stay down mm. all day almost. Uh, you know they 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 go down five ten minutes sometimes even before a train comes past. That's another argument for another mm. day. But what what I can do is I can go and park up in Higham Station car park for I can free ho- for free. Yeah, I can hop on a train, uh, which are what are they every hour.
1: They are generally every hour. Yes. It's a between a six- to nine-minute journey, so say, nine-minute journey. It's £2.60 return from Highcombe to Lincoln, mm-hmm. and why wouldn't you? In fact, we were talking to one lady who um, worked in Lincoln, moved away to work elsewhere, has come back to Lincoln, and she previously caught the train, um, couldn't when she moved away, and is now back to catching the train from Highcombe Station, and he's telling everybody about how fantastic it is. Um, so yeah, she's
0: our real train champion. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Okay, but this, this whole thing is is also bigger about commuting and, and going shopping, isn't it? It's it's trying to get people active and and looking at you know a, a different way of life. Another way that you know the government's trying to get us active. God, blimey, get us off that sofa away from the <laughs> away from the computer screen uh, and get us out there and, and, and keep our hearts pumping for just a little bit longer, aren't they? Uh, and, and but this is it, isn't it? It's, it's about people getting active and, and walking as well.
2: Absolutely. For example, a couple of the weeks ago, might have been last week actually, it was a um, walk to work week so we were out in the businesses promoting that and um, providing them with packs, with pedometers in to give out to their employees to create a bit of a buzz about it, create a bit of a challenge. Um, we also have been working with the Lincolnshire Sports Partnership um, with their workplace challenge that they ran earlier on in the year in January. Um, That, again, was really popular and sort of um, put businesses up against each other, competing as to who could do the most activity. Um, You got points for all the activities and then you could win spot prizes and that sort of thing. Uh,
0: But I think that's it. I think that's the key. People love a challenge, don't they? Uh, Whether it's between companies, whether it's between individuals at companies, whether it's between everybody or departments.
1: Yes, well, actually... This is really key because we're just about, or we have launched the Link Cycle Challenge. Last year we ran um, a similar scheme where we encouraged everybody to get on their bikes and ride um, with particular emphasis on non-cyclists. So we were trying to get cyclists to encourage non-cyclists to ride a bike for 10 minutes. And we're running that whole program again because it was so successful. Last year we got 54 businesses to uh, register over a thousand people registered as well and logged a ride and we're going to do it all again it starts on the 16th of june which is smack in the middle of bike week and it's going to run for four weeks um, and the website, can I give you the website address? Eh? Yes,
0: you can, that's absolutely why we're here.
1: <laughs> www.linkscyclechallenge.co.uk So log on to that. Um, you can log on as a business or you can log on individually. It's actually open to the whole of Lincolnshire. Last year we just focused on Access L and Six and Lincoln, but this is open for the whole of Lincolnshire this time. So cool prizes, a prize a day, you can earn rewards. And they're either physical rewards or virtual rewards. So, And there's an app this time. You can download the app and log your journey on the app if you're modern, (laughs) not like me. Um, So, yes, it's it's all going ahead and it's going to be fantastic. And we have lots of things to prepare people for
2: the cycle challenge as well. So if people are thinking of taking part but maybe haven't been on a bike for a few years are feeling a bit wobbly... Um, We have some adult cycle training that's available um, for people to go on. We have three levels, um, so we have new cyclists to help them master the basics of cycling. Um, Rusty riders, people that probably haven't ridden for a while, they need their confidence boosting. And we have advanced riders as well um, to help them develop more complex cycling skills if you work for one of the businesses that we're working with we can offer that to you for free Um our team can come out to your workplace and deliver the training at your work site so it's all very convenient Um otherwise if you want to do it independently there is a five pound charge to do it which is refunded in higher bike credit. So technically it's free and you get to use the hire
1: bikes as well, Just your newfound cycling skills. Also, um, Laura mentioned Lincolnshire Sports Partnership. Um, they deliver sky rides throughout the summer months. So um, it's just a lead cycle ride, generally in the evening. Anybody can take part. Um, and, you know, what a lovely way to socialise and get get fit and active at the same time.
0: You're preaching to the converted in, in, in me because uh, the whole Lincoln 80Z thing was built from the success of watching Bradley Wiggins win the Tour de France and that kind of thing. I went I went and bought a £50 racer, so a bike doesn't have to be expensive. I got it from the side of the road. I spent a couple of quid sorting the brakes and things like that mm-hmm. out on it, but I was off and I was, I was out there. And because it's a racer, it's fast, I get around quick. I, I leer at the, <laughs> the cars at the side of the road because I'm whizzing past them that kind of thing but actually it got me out in the countryside and it yes. did it got me uh, looking at areas I wouldn't have seen before um, the cycle tracks beyond Lincoln you, you know we can go out to Boston I'm currently planning a trip out yeah. to Boston and back yeah. in the day um, you can go all that way you can go out to Harbor. you can see the viaduct yes. etc you know the whole, the, whole, the whole area is is really really key and set up for cycling isn't it how about your personal habits that's quite, that's quite interesting your personal habits since you started this skin, you'd have come for this interview wouldn't you and you'd have said oh yeah yeah absolutely I, you know, I'm all about sustainable transport, and you just say, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely." And then you've gone home, and you think, "Oh all right, let's get the bike out of the shed now." I, has, it must have changed your habits, surely?
2: Definitely. Since I started on the project, I've actually um, done the bike to work scheme through the council. So now I have a bike, so I can go out. Um, I use my bike to go to meetings that I have in the local area when I go to see businesses. Um, if I don't cycle, then I'll use the bus or walk if it's within walking distance. Um, so it's definitely made a big change to me.
0: Okay, Laura, let me ask you, let me ask you, I love asking this question. When you're out and uh, you may be on a cycle track and you see someone 20 yards ahead, you're going to get them on, you're going to overtake I'm sure. That, 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 <laughs> it brings it out in you, doesn't it? Come on.
2: Um, I'm not a very vicious cyclist, really, to be honest. <laughs> I uh, just like to tune some alarms quietly, <laughs> <laughs> digging my bell if there's someone in the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I can't eat
0: 20 yards, that's it, I've got to make that up. They're you know, not having it, they're not having it. We'll catch him at the next traffic light. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe I should do. Then I get to my meetings quicker. Than I did that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Make
0: you more productive. Okay, so uh, all that's left is to thank you for your time uh, for talking to us today uh, on Siren FM. Yeah, cool. And um, one day, this big project will end, and you were to walk away from it, knowing that you've left Lincoln in a lot better shape than when you started. That's right, isn't it?
1: Yes, absolutely. Definitely. And I think what I will take away from it is the fabulous relationships that I've built up with people in the businesses and how they've embraced our project really. Everywhere we've been and when we've talked to people about this this whole programme have been so receptive. So they recognise the benefits that this can only bring to them. So that's what I think I will take away from it.
0: Our thanks to Sarah and Laura for taking the time to talk to us. And if you'd like more information, then visit accessln6.co.uk or follow the links from the Siren FM website. And while you're there, why not take a look around at the other podcasts available from the Siren FM team. This has been a Joe Schmo production for Siren FM. East Midland Station of the Year.
1: Love this radio station. This is Siren FM. Siren FM.